Yo, 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 yo. What's going on with y'all? You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Money Making Marlo in the cut. The one and only. You know what I'm saying? And I got someone I got someone hella special here on today. You know? Let the people know who you are. You already know the vibes. It's fucking Chris in the cut. You guys probably know me as Christina. Some people know me by my full government, Christina Hafta. Damn, North you got dropped your whole govy like that? Yo, fam, everyone knows me by that. Everyone addressed me by that. Ah, a Northside legend. That's okay. what I call myself. Okay, okay. So why, what makes you a legend? Why are you a legend? Fam, everyone knows me out here on the streets. Mm. Everyone knows. If they oh, know Chris. You're outside. Not like that. Right, not going, like that. Going, nah, I'm going. not outside like that. But like, you know, everyone knows me, especially high school days. Mm. I was on everyone's Snapchat story. I'm pretty fucking legendary. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you, you was wilding in high school or what? Fam. Yeah, I do crazy shit. But how can you do crazy shit if your curfew is like seven? Fam. As soon as the bell ring, you got to be home. Yo, fam, I was still known. I was known more than you were. I wasn't known. I yeah, because you were like a loser pretty much. I <sighs> with that big ass forehead. You coming in crazy. Anyways, I'm going to be talking musty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, Chris, before we get into everything, you know what I'm saying? How, how's your week been? Actually, how's your year been, 2021? Honestly, 2021 has been pretty good. Mm. I feel like summer, we need like a good summer rollout. I'm hoping the summer is going to be a good rollout because, you know, everyone's trying to do things. I'm trying to be locked up at home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, has has the virus fucked up your grind or anything? Uh, I wouldn't say fucked up the grind, mm. but I would say like sometimes you get like really unmotivated at uh, times. So, okay. So, what do you mean? So you guys, you guys already know I have a YouTube channel. Am I really consistent on there? No, but it's because like you lose your motivation. I feel like you're always at home all day long. So you're kind of just like trying to find something to do. But then you're just you're like, I feel like we've all been in this mindset now. We're just been so like, how do you even explain? Like you've just been at home all the time. Mm -hmm. So like now, like doing things, I feel like you're just like, bro, I'm just so lazy, even though you didn't do anything all day because you've been laying in bed or you've just been doing school and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. So, do you feel as though, like, if the virus wasn't here, you would have been at a different spot in your life? I don't know. I feel like the virus was kind of a good and bad thing. Mm. I feel like a lot of people kind of, like, grew from it. Like, a lot of people had a lot of time to, like, self-reflect and stuff. And I could honestly say personally, like, I had a lot of time to self-reflect because... We did spend a lot of time on our own and just with our family. Mm. So I feel like it was a good thing because I think I like made my YouTube grind like better in the beginning and I was dropping back to back videos. And I feel like I'm just trying to get back into that. Yeah. yeah. Sheesh. Okay. So, so you're saying, so you said it was a good and bad thing. Yeah. But okay. Let's say it just never happened at all. Where do you feel like, like as a person you would be? Would you be further? Would you be mediocre? You know what I'm saying? Honestly, that's a question I wish I could answer. I feel like I don't know where I would be because I don't know, like. I was still doing YouTube before then, but I felt like, I honestly, personally, okay, I would think maybe my content wouldn't have got better. I feel like I started, like, investing a lot of time into my content and how it looked, and I feel like that's a big thing that changed for me, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I learned to learn, like, be comfortable in front of the camera and be able to just be myself at the end of the day and, like, not care what anyone says. Yeah. Did you ever start off camera shy? Keep it on it. Um... I feel like I was. I feel like I kind of held back a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like just for the factor of, like, I'm a girl. I'm African, too. I feel like I didn't want my mom to see that, like, uh. me kind of acting out of character. She knows how I am, but I feel like I was very scared on that point because, like, then, like, my family all the way in Africa can watch a video of me shaking my ass in a circle <laughs> when I'm just goofing <laughs> off with my friends. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, 
like I feel like I was camera shy, but it was for more of the factor of like I just want to respect my mom. Mm. But then I felt like she kind of just knows how I am, and like I kind of warned her like, "Yo, I'm trying to go down this lifestyle, and like it doesn't get, like I'm not gonna act like I'm this person when I'm not." People really they know real life, Chris. I'm I'm not like this little shy little girl. Like mm. you know what I mean? So so what you felt you felt like at first you had to be someone else just so your dukes wouldn't see you weird, like your fam back home. Yeah, or I did. Just I did. Off rip, you just said fuck it, you came up. Like, I felt like in the beginning, like, it was more f- for the factor of, like, my family. I was like, yo, no, I'm not real? trying to, like, look like a goof. Like, you know, I feel like to them, they're like, oh, my God, like, she's, like, so miskeen. Like, mm. I'm such a, like, precious kid. I don't do any bad stuff. Even though, like, the way I act is not really bad, but it's just, like, some people don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ah, okay, okay. Okay, so let me get into the first question. Where where are you from? Because with a forehead like that, I know you got to be somewhere, like, African. <laughs> If you don't shut your ass you know up. Okay, so I am from East Africa. We're in East Africa. I'm from Eritrea. You guys already know Habisha, Babisha. Yeah, you already yeah. know the vibes. Kanjo, Kanjo. This nigga said Kanjo. That's Amharic. I'm from Tigrinya. Like, oh, my you know, fault. That's Ethiopian. Anyways, we all, everyone says that. Habisha is like for both, Eritrean and Ethiopian. So when mm. you say Habisha, it's for both. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm Gonjo. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you tell the difference between who's who? Like I I can never tell. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's so kind. It's hard to explain. But like, if you're Habisha, you kind of can, you can tell. Just see it. I mean, with me, let's say I go uptown, Southside, wherever, and I see a hab- an Ethiopian or Habisha, I'm like, yeah, you're Habisha. I could just tell. Yeah. But like when it gets more into detail, that's when you when you people lose really me. fall off. Yeah, I I respect that. I think that's. I feel like people that are not Habisha wouldn't understand. I don't know. It's kind of hard. I feel like with gr- with guys, it's easier to figure out. With girls, it's harder. Mm-hmm. So how long how long was you back in the motherland before you came here? Um, so I was actually born in Saudi Arabia. For real? Yes. Jeez. My mom worked for the princess. So we lived out there for quite a bit of time. And I actually turned one in Edmonton. Oh, so, so like you I came didn't here even, like, Yeah, I came, like my mom kind of like moved around. We lived in like California for a couple of months. Mom didn't like it there, moved to Toronto, didn't like it there, and then she just ended up here. So when you say work for the princess, is that like the stereotypical shit you see in movies where feeding grapes to her, cleaning no, up her? No, my mom is actually like best friends with the princess. Like my mom traveled all around the world. My mom's been everywhere. You can literally ask her, she'll tell you she's been everywhere. Mm. So like she she gained a relationship with her for the factor of like, she could go places with her and stuff and it was kind of like she was kind of like her assistant and like you know she made sure like all her like clothes were like iron like she brought all the proper dresses jewelry this and that yeah and she got paid for that yeah she got paid and then she got paid to travel around the world with her no way so why would she leave was there a war going on or anything no i feel like my mom um after my dad passed away my mom didn't feel like you know being there anymore because she was just like honestly like now i want to like take my daughter out of this and like bring her to something bigger mm. so obviously she brought me here so does she keep any type of connection uh with her? last time i talked to her about it she said that she wanted to go back and she wanted to like like move back or no just... no no like just like visit mm-hmm. but like in saudi arabia they're like very like um strict and yeah. like you have to wear like all the proper attire like i can't be walking around in no shorts or anything and it's yeah. hot as hell there so like she wants to go but i'm kind of like nervous i told her i would go to dubai and... oh she she wants you to come with her yeah she wants uh, me to like visit and like see like the whole like pretty much family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so do you speak any other languages or like what's up? Um no, like I speak Tigrinya, that's you know. And then like I'm trying to learn Arabic because like my obviously my mom knows full and mm-hmm. like that's the most I know. I wish I could 
like learn how to speak so, French. <laughs> do you know it like fluently or anything, or is it just um Tigrinya? I know pretty fluently. Mm. Uh, like you know, a little one two words I don't know, you know. But if I under like the weird thing is I understand everything, but I can't say everything. Mm-hmm. But in Arabic, like I barely know. I can just cuss you on Arabic. That's that good I? enough. Yeah. So so you feel like if you went back back home, you'd be able to you could get around. Yeah, when I went back home, like I was actually pretty solid, and I because I went back like when I was in grade six. Mm. I fucking hated it. Why? I, the first day I got there, I cried. Like I told my mom, put me on a flight back to Canada right now. My mom was gonna book me a flight back home because I hated it. It was too hot. Like, and like kids were throwing rocks at me because I was wearing shorts. Like, uh, and I hated it so much. In. Yeah, I didn't fit in. But then I got used to it, and then yeah. I ended up liking it. But yeah, when I went back home, I think I grasped more on the language then, and then I pretty like good at it now yeah. so when it when it so you're basically saying you can understand everything but when it comes time to speak speak it's, it's like kind of hard a little yeah. bit but so I'm, i've got a no i got i break it down mm. you know what i mean i go like english and then i go back to Japan oh yeah i do that shit mm-hmm. the last nigga i had on two times he was saying the same shit he speaks his language and then when he comes to a barrier, just switches to English. English, yeah, that's you know literally me. <laughs> that's how all the first, like, first world kids are. We we all are like that. Do you I'm speak the same. full? I speak it fluently, but it's just there'd be like one two words I can't say. I speak it, speak it, speak it. Sometimes I say it in French or I just say it in English, mm-hmm. usually English, mm-hmm. and I go back right back to Creole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My mom always gets mad at me. <laughs> Why? Oh, cause she wants you to learn. She wants me to learn full. Fully. Would you ever go to school for it if there is? We school? used to have like when we were kids. We used to have Tigrinya school, but like. I swear to God, honestly, they literally treated us like shit at that school. Did us? They mostly like yelled at us. Shut up! I want to go home. Uh, do you ever get your ass whooped? Is it one of those type of shit? Yeah. No way. Yeah, like you get your ass beat. Like they wouldn't actually hit you, but like they either like put you in timeout. If they were like your family friends, they have condolence to hit you. Did us? <laughs> yeah, your parents won't care. Whoa. My mom's very strict on me though. My mom doesn't like anyone touching me. Mm. I'm her like. I'm a golden child to her. Like See, she, she won't let no one hit me. That's what I was gonna ask you. What's what's your relationship like with her? My mom. My mm. mom's like my sister. We fight like literal sisters. Like it's crazy. Everyone like every time I tell people like oh me and my mom are fighting, I tell them the fight. They're just like why do you fight? That's your mom. Like why do you fight her like that? I'm like because she's like my sister. Like mm-hmm. that's how our relationship is. I tell her shut up. She tells me you're annoying. Damn. I tell her you're my nigga, and she's just like don't call me that. I'm your mom. Yeah. Like type relationship. Isn't isn't that like white people shit? No, I wouldn't say it's white people shit. Like because I would never like go up to my mom and be like you're a bitch. Like I would yeah. never say that. Like you know, like one time I asked ax- like accidentally said under my breath because she really made me mad I was like how do you accidentally <laughs> say it because you know when you're heated uh, and I was just like so mad and like she was pushing buttons that like she knows is gonna piss me off and I was like I fucking hate this shit and she's like I fucking hate what and I was like I'm sorry I was yeah. just talking to myself <laughs> so yeah. so have you ever gotten your ass whooped by mommy dukes or anything my mom definitely does not hit me anymore one thing is she can't even throw things at me because uh, I got back surgery, right? Yeah. So like, if she hits me, like she throws something at me, I'll turn my back and then I'll, I'll fuck like, your shit up. And then I'll be like, oh my god, that hurt, even if it didn't hurt. Yeah. Just to make real bad. <laughs> Damn. I'm so, not evil, guys. I promise. Yo, I, I was gonna get to that. So that back surgery shit. What was what was all that about? Oh my god, that was like the most traumatizing like part of my life. Like every time I think about it, I'm so happy that I did it. But at the same time, I just always wonder what life would be if I didn't do it. It's not like a big, it wasn't a big thing that affected my life, but it was something that was going to affect me in the long run. So I had scoliosis 
Probably oh, skin. that's how you say it. Scoliosis, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Why did you that? It was scolinosis. Nigga. I don't know how you say <laughs> that. Scoliosis. So, yeah. like, my back was, like, there's, like, different ones. There's, like, C-curve, S-curve. So, I had, like, an S. Like, my back was kind of, like, my spine was an S. Oh, that's why you was crooked. Oh, rock your shit. My fault, my fault. <laughs> but, yeah, and then um, for a couple years, like, I wanted to do it, but I was kind of scared to do the surgery because uh I don't think everyone knows this, but I used to be cheerleader. I used to cheer, and I wanted to take it to the next level, and I wanted to be on the Eskimos team and mm-hmm. be a cheerleader for them. And they told me, like, the surgery, like, you might not be able to do it, like, Jeez. go back on Eskimos team if I want to do it. So, like, I was very, like, hesitant for, like, trying out because I was just like, there's no point. Like, I'm only going to cheer for one year, and, like, your first year of, like, being on the Eskimos, I don't even think you go that far. So I'm just like, oh, like, such a waste of time. But then I ended up getting it, like, like the thing's been two years now almost. I'm going to hit my two-year mark in August that I got it. I literally came back from Europe, and I got I did not know I was getting the surgery. Like, I was on the wait list for almost two years. Did I think Jeez. I was going to come back from... I literally came back from Europe with my, fa- with my mom for, like, a family trip, and they literally called me, and they called my uncle, actually, because we weren't answering our house phone because we just got back that day. And my uncle's like, oh, yeah, like, Christina's getting back surgery in, like, a week. And the mom's like, what? And then she, we called the doctor and they're like, yeah, we have like an open spot. She's going to get it done next Thursday. I literally came back on Friday. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, and then. Oh, that's because uh, on the waiting time, you yeah. don't, you don't really know when you're going. You just know yeah. eventually. Yeah. And imagine I've been waiting two years. I honestly thought like it's not happening. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I ended up getting it. Um, I was on bed rest for almost like um, two months ish. I literally like when I tell you I lost I could not walk like it was so bad like I I was so skinny like I was almost like 85 pounds like I was super skinny I lose your appetite ability to walk like I literally had a whole cane a walker like it was really bad but honestly like I'm happy like because it could have been worse so like thank god I got through it at the end of the day Sheesh. so is it is it one of those type of shit where it's like they put a metal brace in your back to make it yeah yeah so i have metal in my back everyone always says like when you go through a metal detector do you like Mm. but i actually went i think a couple like um four months later after my surgery i actually went to vancouver Mm -hmm. and i had to get like a paper for my doctor just in case like when i go through metal detector it doesn't like ring and they don't think i have some shit on me Mm. but yeah it's metal on my spine and then um it like it's supposed to dissolve into my like back Mm. i think it's actually starting to dissolve already but like my back is pretty like my back is very like a sensitive spot i always tell people not to touch my back people mm-hmm. always forget and they like pat so hard uh, on my back yeah. and it's like but it's literally like the top half of my back that's like really like like tender my skin's like very tender on there and then mm-hmm. i just have like a whole cut like down my back oh like the scar is still there yeah like i have a whole cut oh, like forever down. Be there. yeah i'll forever be there Sheesh. yeah how, mu- how much was it it was free oh it's free my back yeah no it was free the surgery yeah i didn't have to pay a single dime how the fuck? Well, healthcare in Canada. No, I know, but nigga, like, even even with some shit like that? Um, well, my mom has coverage. Mom also works at the hospital, so. Ah, nigga, you didn't say that. Okay, well, like, I just, you know. No, nah, was... but sheesh, that's crazy. I always thought, like, a nigga just broke your back. Yeah, everyone thinks that. That's the rumor that everyone's like, yeah, because you got her back broken. Mm. <sighs> wow. So, like, so how long did it take until you started gaining your weight, appetite, and was able to walk again? Um, I would say probably, so I got it done in August. I would say, like, by, like, mid-October-ish, I kind of started getting back on my feet, and I, w- I finally went back to work. 
um, I was working like only like three hour, two hour shifts. I barely was working. Like I tried to work like once a week. And then when I got back to like fully normal was probably like December. Like I was like back to my regular self. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, so for people that, okay, let's say for other people that might be getting the same shit, what would you have to say to them? I would say, like, I feel like everyone kind of scared. Like, if I talk to people, they're like, I don't want that big scar on my back. Like, Menega, it's not that serious. Like, yes, it's, like, a weird feeling. Like, you, like I, can, I can feel something in my back right now. It's, like, normal. But I feel like, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. In the beginning, yeah, I really regretted it. Like, you know, I didn't, I personally never wanted the surgery. My mom bodied me into it. Mm. And I honestly, for a long, like, a long period of time, like, I did hate her for making me do it because I was just like, like, why did you get to make that decision for me? But I do thank her for doing it because in the long run, it's going to help me because, like, to the point that my whole body would have twisted if I if I just left my back like that. What do you mean twisted? Like, I was already, like, my hips were, like, I had one side that was, like, that had, like, a lump and it was, like, bigger than the other side. So it, my whole body could have, like, kind of, like, twisted because, like, the S would just get, like, bigger. And Jeez. mine was already at 52, like, inches or something like that. And if it gets up to, like, 75 like that's really bad like it could like crush my lungs pretty yeah. much so like i'm happy like my mom honestly bodied me into doing it now it's like whatever like i'm honestly so happy i didn't and i feel like if you have a big surgery and it's something that's gonna help you out in the long run you definitely should mm. do it like i feel like some people especially us girls we're just like we don't want like this on our body because like this and that and this and that but like Never be ashamed. If a nigga really loves you, he won't care about ah, that shit. That's no real cap. Shit. It's re- a nigga won't care about a scar on your back or your tits or this or your stomach. It is what it is. He's not a real nigga if he can't accept mm. it. Like, so at first, was did you was your confidence low at first when you saw that long ass scar? No, I think my confidence was really low when I like was kind of like at home and I like I had to like see like my friends were living their regular day to day life. Know like, those you ones. know what I mean? I like your friends are ones. living their day to day life and like they're coming to my house like yo, are you okay? Da da like checking up on me and then like I know they're about to go kick it and like go like they have plans and like I have to stay at home. Because, like, you know, my mom was very, like, no, like, Christina can't leave the house. And, like, even if I would go with them, like, it's like I look like the odd one out. Like, they would take me to spots with them, and I had to bring a pillow with me everywhere. <laughs> so, niggas would be, like, looking at me. I would have a whole cane, and niggas would be looking at me like, yo, what's wrong with this girl, fam? Why does she have a pillow with her? So, it's like I felt, like, out of, like, place Please. at times. So, that's why I was, like, honestly, i just rather stay home. And then, you know, like, going out and stuff, like... You really do take for granted, like, the times that mm. you are, like, you're a normal person and you can do those things. During those times, I'm, like, damn, like, I really took for granted. Like, there's some people that can never have Ever a good walk- club night mm. or go go walk again or go hang out with their friends. Like, I'm just, like, wow, like, I should thank God that at least in a, the next couple of months, I'm going to be back to my regular self. You know what I mean? So so you're saying it was good that you went through that because you, you wouldn't be looking at life the way you are right now. 100%. 100%. I feel like it was a big um, growing for myself. And I, I feel like I matured a little bit more from that situation. And I started to value life even more mm. than I did before. You see, that's why I feel like certain things need to, like, obviously, God forbid it happen to anyone. But, like, some people, it's going to sound crazy, but some people do need to get into a car crash. Like yeah, just, it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it some does people sound fucked obviously up. survive it, but like some people do need to get in it and they'll be like, you know what? Maybe like let's say God heals them and they back to normal and they're like, you know what, let me start driving normal now. It's not worth bending the corner at ninety when I should be doing at forty. Yeah, facts. You know that is facts. That is like big time facts. That's yeah. why I feel like it was like a like I literally thank God every day for what I went through mm-hmm. and I just feel like 
bro, just do it if you got to do it. I'm telling you, it's not. The process is bad in the beginning and you'll regret it, but it is what it is, fam. You're going to heal and you're going to be 10 times better. So what, is your is your back Gucci now? Like, do you feel it more straight? Like, do you um, feel any different? I, I see a difference, obviously, from my hips. I feel like no one ever noticed my hips, like, because I would walk, like, a certain type of way because I would try to, f- like, kind of force myself not to, like, lean over to one side. Mm. But I definitely do see, a, like, a whole lot different from my hip. Like, my hip, like, dead ass used to pop out bare, but a lot of people didn't notice it. And now I just feel, like, normal. Honestly, like, it does feel like something is in my back, like I said, but... Sheesh. You could like grow with it. So keep it a hundred. Whenever niggas would diss diss your form and shit, would you take it a heart? No, cause no nigga ever diss my form. Why? They just never did. No, cause like, and no one ever even like, it was to me. I thought it was a really big thing that people could notice, but even my close friends would never even notice. I could wear the tightest dress, and they would be like, "Nigga, what are you talking about?" Oh, and then I? and then I would be like, "Okay, look now," and then they'll be like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I just noticed now, but it was cause I stood a certain type of way, mm-hmm. cause I was like trying to like make sure it didn't pop out because i wouldn't say it was an insecurity but i would say like it was just something like i just it was just such a big thing on my body and i was just like bro like i know you people asking a million fucking questions on what the fuck it is Mm -hmm. sheesh okay okay so next question um mentally and physically where do you feel like you're at right now honestly i feel like i'm in a really good state i think and what state is that just a positive mindset i would say like i feel like I just always try to stay positive and I always try to stay like thankful like yeah like everyone has their days that like they're not like themselves and they don't feel themselves and like I'm human too so I dead ass have those days when I'm just like yo fuck everything and then I have my days that I'm just like bro like shut up like be grateful for what you have mm. so yeah so you think you having friends is the reason why you at the point right now or do you have friends like keep it a hundred or do you feel like you have friends that are like stopping your grind or just no, bringing you down i definitely think i have friends that motivate me and push me to like be the best version of me like i have never had any of my friends kind of tell me i couldn't do anything like they're always mm. like yo chris you can do this like you got this one in the bag you got this on lock hey. like you know what i mean so, so yeah so they're all motivating are you the 100%, same way back 100 100 percent. you always got to motivate your of friends because it's just like how do you expect to have friends that motivate you and you don't do the same shit back? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? But don't do it in a way that you're just like, I'm only doing it because they do it to me. Like, mm-hmm. do it in the way that you generally care about them. Because are they really your friends if you don't give two fucks about them? Sheesh. So you think, so do y'all ever get into an argument? Like, let's say the YouTube thing you're doing. Let's say at first they didn't want you to do it, but they was telling you, yo, you have the personality for it. Do you feel as though if you really care about someone, you should like force them into doing it or just go, like gradually let it happen do you know what i mean um so like you're pretty much just saying so like, basically okay i'm saying like this let's say there's something i want to do mm-hmm. but i don't see myself doing it but you see a bright future in it mm-hmm. are you a good friend by forcing me to do it or would you be a good friend by just letting letting it happen you naturally? know what i feel like um there's like some people in my friend group that would that would like force me to do it and there's some people that would like kind of like yo let her do her thing mm-hmm. type but i feel like those two things like it's always good to have two sides like have those friends that will like push you push you and those friends that will just kind of like let you do your thing i feel like you do need someone to kind of like yo yo fam like wake up like you can do this but at the same time like you can't push someone that much because it's just like if they really want it they'll go get it like you know what i mean and I know, like, you're saying, like, oh, obviously, like, the other person doesn't see themselves doing it, but the mm-hmm. other person does. I feel like you try to push your friend to a certain extent, but, and then after that, 
if like yo they don't want to do it you can't force anyone it's their dreams it's mm. their career if they don't want to fight for it then it is what it is fam the reason why i'm asking that this is the best example obviously you know young thug and little baby <laughs> little baby never saw himself rapping young thug forced this nigga he literally paid him to get in the, in the studio and rap because he saw a future in him mm-hmm. and like he literally begged the nigga mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and now look look where this nigga is at yeah so do you feel as though if someone if you have someone there forcing you to do something you don't want to do but they know there'd be a good outcome you feel as though the outcome would would be good yeah i would think they, the outcome would be good i feel like like again like you need those friends that will like f- like force you into doing stuff but mm-hmm. like sometimes it's hard to force someone into doing something yeah it's hard to force someone to, like to do something they don't want to do yeah from, to begin yeah you know what i'm saying so the youtube route why the youtube route i feel like since i was like a little kid everyone always said i had like this like big ass personality mm-hmm. and that i should be on camera all the time and i used to be like yeah i'm gonna have my tv show when i grow up and my older cousin, she also, she's from Edmonton, but she moved to Toronto. Her name is Ida. Mm-hmm. And she had a YouTube channel. And she used to just do, like, curly hair, like, videos and stuff. And I would always, like, kind of, like, watch her videos. And I'm like, wow, like, I saw her YouTube grow from the bottom all the way to the top. And now she's part of, like, Sephora Squad and stuff. Jeez. You know? How, and what's her sub count? How I much? think she's at 30K. Or she might be a little Jeez. bit more off of that. But, yeah, she kind of, like, opened up my eyes. Like, damn, like, you know, someone out of Edmonton can actually make it, too. And I feel like that's what everyone right now in Edmonton, like, we're all like, oh, we can actually make it out of Every, here. Yeah, the best example, bro, I swear, like, no dick riding shit. I bring these niggas up so much. Alfonso and forever. Oh, Them 100%. 100%. 100%. And they come right here. 100%. You know what I'm and saying? And a lot of people are going to go up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I feel like there's never a lot of, like, you know how people always say, like, there's always too much, like, um, people that rap or to people that sing or da 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 I feel like you can get an, you can never get enough of it like, you ah, know what I mean yes like, sir you know what I mean you can never get enough of that mm-hmm. shit but with the YouTube thing like I, I just took that route cause I just thought that was the best route for me like I feel like when I get in front of the camera like I, I really feel like I'm at home like ah, I really feel like myself damn. like and I feel like if everyone, if I could honestly have a camera crew that follows me, you guys, that ass would be entertained. The fucking shit I say is a either foul or funny as fuck. See, it's but, good to have that confidence. You know yeah, like saying? you know what I mean. And I honestly don't give two fucks what people think. Some people won't agree with my person, like with the shit I say. Mm. Some people will, cause I'm, I'm, I try my best not to be biased. Like at the same time, I understand where niggas are coming from, but I get where bitches are coming from. But mm. you know what I mean. So I feel like. Some people like my personality. Some people fucking hate me. But it is what it is, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. so real quick before I ask you the next thing. Back to that E-Town thing. Keep it 100. Do you feel like E-Town got talent? Ah, E-Town is about to come up. We're going to be the next motherfucking Hollywood. Are you uh, stupid, bro? We're all going up from here. There's uh, so many people. We have course. like we have Gen Studio that's going to go up, up. We got niggas like Boy Bands. Mm. We got Yetro. Like, we got all these niggas about to like literally like show out and do their things. We have Rizzy we have mm. levi dang like uh, yo like come on shit. you know what i mean we have a lot of people coming out of the city that are like actually showing like some good shit mm-hmm. this is not no average shit niggas are not just going to the studio and just making some random ass tracks these are people that are actually putting their hard work in time mm. and they want something sometimes edmonton can be that city that doesn't ride out for certain people but like yeah. you guys edmonton can be a little bit you guys are dick suckers when it comes <laughs> to certain shit, bro. Nah. When niggas are up, niggas want to suck dick. Nah, 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 I don't respect that shit, bro. Nah, um, I ain't gonna hold you. It's it's like, I feel me personally. 
I might be biased about this, but I feel like everybody that got their own thing going on, boom, already got crazy talent in it mm-hmm. because you're doing what you're confident mm-hmm. in. And I really feel like maybe in the next five, six years, E-Town is going to be the next, like, Toronto. 100%. When niggas bring up, yo, like, let's say niggas in the U.S. that don't know nothing about... Because right now, you talk to a nigga in the U.S., you bring up Canada, they know Toronto and Vancouver. That's it. That's all they know. Yep. If you bring up Edmonton, Alberta, they'd be like, what the Where fuck the are you talking? That? Yeah. Because you know? when, I, when I went down to Florida to see my fam and all that, they asked me, where do you live? I said, Edmonton, Alberta. And them niggas thought I was just saying something random. Because mm-hmm. all them niggas really know is just Toronto and Vancouver. Trust me, when I went to Arizona, same shit. My, all my cousin's friends would be like, yo, where's, uh, where's your cousin from? They would be like, yo, where are you from again? I'm like, Edmonton, Alberta. They're like, the fuck? The fuck Tor- is that? They're like, is that in Toronto? Is that like Scarborough's <laughs> in Toronto? I'm like, no, my nigga. And the reason why they know Toronto's because of Drake and Justin Bieber and 100%, niggas like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And That's like why the we Raptors need and all that. Ah, uh, we need someone to put E Town on. Yeah, which I feel like 100% Alfonso and uh, Forever Friday are definitely doing that. Like, you mm. know what I mean? They're really showcasing our city. But like, Edmonton just needs to. You people in Edmonton, you guys respectfully. I'm saying this respectfully. Don't fucking sleep on niggas in the city. You, you and think then, they're getting slept on? N- uh, some people will sleep on people in the city. And then when they go up, up, like niggas like Forever Friday and Alfonso, y'all niggas will start sucking dick. We don't like, we don't respect that over here, fam. Expose <laughs> someone. I'm not exposing no one. Uh, <laughs> how come? <laughs> I don't I, There's no one to expose, to be honest. But it's like, if the shoe fits, the shoe fits. If you're listening uh, to this and the shoe fits, that's all I got to say. Like the wow. shoe fucking fits. So, so you really feel that. Like, okay, do you feel like there's more? Dick riders or niggas that show love? There's, I definitely think there's a lot of showing love people, but I feel like there's a lot of people that will hop on later. Like, you know what I mean? When they're just like, oh my God, like this nigga's popping. What do you mean? This nigga been popping. Mm. You just hopped on right now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm fucking with that. Okay. So back to the YouTube thing. Who gave you the idea to start, to start your channel and shit? Okay. Like I said, my one person was my cousin Ida um I had like a couple of like my friends and stuff I had a couple of older heads that I knew or like people I would just kind of meet they would always just say like yo you just have a personality for YouTube like why don't you have a YouTube channel and I was always kind of just like yeah like I should start one and I don't know I guess like I went on a trip to Vancouver I came back and I I don't know I think I just like I realized like you I wish I vlogged that whole trip mm. and like showed people like my everyday lifestyle. And I was kind of like, yo, I just want to hop onto that stuff. And mm. then I just started doing it. Uh, do you feel like when you started, you, you got more hate or love when you started? I feel like I got a lot of love, but like, you know, there's always those low key haters on the of side. Course, of course. There's always people hating for how could you fucking hate Chris, bro? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like I do feel like there's a little bit of hate, but like I always like I'm one person that tries to turn hate into you're my fan. Mm. So, you know, how, how do you pick out the haters and the and the ones that showing love? You know what I'm saying? Um, You can feed off energy like mm. you can feed off of people's energy when you're around them. And like, you know, when they don't like kind of applaud you on doing stuff like, yo, congratulations on doing this. You can you can feel the hate. Straight yeah, up. Wow. Do you have um? Any collaborations you see yourself or wanting to do or already did or, you know? I don't know. Like, I don't know what I, like, who I really want to collab with. Like, it's, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Like, I actually can't, I don't know who, like, would be, like, someone I'm, like, oh, my God, if I collab with them, like, Kalas, like, I'm I'm the most happiest girl ever. Mm. I just, I feel like my one thing is, like, I just really want to, like, kind of pop off. But popping off takes consistency and something that I very much lack at. I I, fi- I can find my drive sometimes, and then sometimes I don't find mm. my drive. So, like, 
yeah i don't really have anyone like that i would actually like crazy like want to like, nobody that comes with. to mind right now no not that i think of. honestly i've never even really thought of that or do you think you're just better off by your lonely right now no, I definitely. I definitely love doing videos with people. I feel like uh, people can really see the true me when they see me interact with people. Because mm-hmm. like when it's just not me in the camera, I have someone to kind of like bounce off my mm-hmm. energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I lo- I enjoy doing videos with people. What's your most viewed video, and why is it mostly viewed? My most viewed video is my Sheen haul. I dropped it like I think maybe Sheen like Sheen haul. Sheen. Sheen. Having heard that, that it's a clothing know. brand. Ah. It's like a cr- clothing company. And, like, it kind of popped off during quarantine and stuff. I did a haul on that, and I got, I think, like, maybe it's at not an 8 now. Uh, I think it's, like, 8.7K last time I checked. Um, that really, like, had me by surprise. It was kind of, like, it went up, like, there was maybe at, like, 1,000 or, like, 2,000 when I saw it. And then one day, I just, I was just not on my YouTube shit for a while. I look and I was at 4K and then all of a sudden Damn. I was at 6K and then all of a sudden I was at 7K and then all of a sudden I was at 8K and I was like, yo, what the fuck? How did this shit happen? Yeah. I thought that was going to be my kind of my drive to like, you know, but it wasn't. But we're coming like stronger this time. Like, uh, that's, I mean? that's dead. I was, was going to ask you, when do you when do you plan on coming back? If you plan on coming back? I think I'm going to be coming back in the next couple of weeks, to be honest. Um, I've been putting some long, hard... The thing is, when I leave, I like to come back stronger. Like, mm. I like my content 10 times better. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like the last time I did, I came back so much stronger. Everyone saw how different my content, the lighting, everything in this and that. And I felt like I worked so hard on that. And now, um, I just want to get the content through. And I want, like, proper content. I don't want to drop content that... Like, I, me, I love when niggas and girls like can watch my videos like Mm. you know what i mean i don't want to just drop a makeup video all the time like that's just not generally me like i don't care to post makeup videos i want to post me going out to eat with my friends us doing some goofy shit like you know and then you know spice up a little bit add stuff for the girls clothing hauls da 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 da. i know i know you niggas watch my clothing hauls uh (laughs) the 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 video i remember watching you is when um y'all went to like a chinese restaurant Restaurant. yeah yeah that that one was a pretty good vlog, but I'm actually going to come out with a sick one like yeah. in the next couple of weeks. Okay, so you, you kind of already answered this, but I'm going to just ask it. Um, let's say you end up... Okay, so when you end up coming back, what are you going to come back new with? You really already answered it, but... Um, you know? Yeah, I guess like content. Like content is the one thing I kind of want to like work on. I feel like... Um, I always try to ask around because I always like people's opinions. Mm, I don't like that's like asking what do you think I should do? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't like when I don't want to just drop shit that I just like like, you know what I mean? Mm. I want to drop shit that everyone fucks with and then it drives me more to like make it the best content ever for people to enjoy and like the best quality when it comes to editing this and that. Like I try to put my hard work into that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say content is my main thing, yeah. So what's with this whole YouTube thing, what's your end goal? Like, what's your goal with this? My end goal is, you know, niggas are trying to be famous, fam. And I know, like, everyone just says, like, I'm just trying to be famous. But I honestly see myself in that industry. I see myself in that, like, work a line. I don't see myself working a nine-to-five job. Like, Dead ass, I, I my don't. nigga. Fuck like, that shit. I don't see myself doing that. I see myself in front of a camera making videos. I don't care if it's fucking TikToks. <laughs> I don't care if it's uh, YouTube, like... I just generally see myself popping off and, you know, you always got to manifest that shit. Like, let's keep it 100, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if other people don't see you doing it, I'm going to go tell them, suck your dick, yeah? Mm. Yeah? So, I just feel like I can see myself growing and, like, 
I love Edmonton, but like I feel like Edmonton is I want to move out of here and I want to be somewhere like that will actually like kind of help me like build my content even more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it takes it takes patience, it takes oh, time, me, and it takes me. consistency, right? I, j I just thought about something, right? It's kind of it's not really off topic, but you know, hear me out. Mm -hmm. I'm keep it a hundred, just keep it a hundred. You know, you're having a convo with Marlo. Mm -hmm. Is the nigga that has no clout more attractive than the nigga that has clout? Or vice versa. Is a nigga with more clout more attractive? Okay, okay, boom. Me, I have 400 followers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The next nigga has 22,000 followers and he's verified. Is he more attractive than me just because he has that check mark? That blue check mark but, on and, IG? But realistically, would you be like better looking than him? Like, is you, is he just like. No, let, okay, let's say. I, like, I'm like, mediocre. He's me. Like, we're both. Oh, mm, but is he just. Better looking because he got the... To be honest, like, I feel like a lot of girls, like, I personally, like, I go off personality and, like, I go off, like, what I can kind of, like, feed off of you. Like, even if it's, say, like, let's say it's just looking at an IG. Mm. Obviously, you can't know someone's real identity through that their ass. IG. But, like, if I'm looking at your IG and you have, and you're 400 followers and you dress, like, like a nigga that I'm into, like, you have fly style, like, I could just, like, see us, you know, working together, then I'm definitely going to go for you unless the nigga with 22K followers dresses, like, a nigga in all fucking designer and that's all he fucking wears. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, like, obviously, like, oh, designer's all nice and shit, but at the end of the day, like, it's, like, who you are, like, more attracted to so, in a sense. So for you, that don't matter. It's whoever just... Yeah, give like, you more respect and yeah, hundred percent. Niggas, some niggas with twenty two k followers, they be cheating on your ass. So mm, play that game with yourself. Trust me. Okay, <laughs> back to the YouTube thing. Where do you where do you see yourself with this in five years from now? Hopefully, five years. I'm I'm out of here as one. Um, I'm like, who knows? Maybe like thirty k. Not even. Maybe like a hundred k. So like subscribers at that point. Like mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um. I definitely could see myself living in somewhere like LA. Everyone's kind of just like, oh, LA is just so basic. But yeah. I could just generally see myself living there, Miami type. I'm an I love Atlanta. Yes, I would love to live in Atlanta. Yeah. See myself places like that. Like I love Canada. I think if I had to move somewhere in Canada, it would probably be Toronto mm -hmm. or Calgary. Those are like the two spots. But that's where I would definitely see myself as a content creator. Grow a lot. I'm working with big time people like niggas are locked in with all the artists <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what i mean hopefully like who knows i might even have a family by then guys family channel Damn. i could see myself having a family nah, in five years imagine you're, in five years you're gonna be like 26 mm. Nah, the thing is my pullout game just crazy shut the hell up that ass is crazy ask ask any of my kids oh wait i don't have any because my pullout game crazy go ask your hoes I don't have none. Anyways. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, would you would you ever go OT to do a collab? Like, let's say you have someone crazy. Like, you know, you just really feel like you could get something good out of it. And they live New York. You know what I'm saying? I someone, definitely would. I definitely would? would. I feel like uh, I'm all about taking opportunities. Like, you know what I mean? Taking chances in yourself. Like, mm -hmm. you know, obviously buying a ticket to New York. That's you spending your money. The one that's an experience. That mm -hmm. is you investing in yourself. Mm -hmm. And you are, like opening up opportunities for yourself because that opportunity could be like a next door like there could be something bigger next door like you mm. know what i mean at the next step so i definitely would take that opportunity you would for sure 100 percent, no hesitation mm. so any advice to anyone that's trying to start up their youtube 
Um, I would definitely say don't be scared. Don't be scared at all. Don't think what if you genuinely can see yourself starting one and you think like you, you can do it, then don't be discouraged by anyone's uh, like um opinion. And I feel like one thing is people do feel like oh people. Are, I used to always be like yo, I've only got three hundred views on it. Like nobody's watching my videos. Three hundred people is a lot of people. Mm. Just take that in. Like three hundred people. If three hundred people were in your live, you'd be like holy fuck, my uh, live is metro booming. See, it's all per- perspective. Like, yeah, like you, you know shit. what I mean. So you have to take that in and just be like those three hundred people are watching me, and then it's gonna double up to another three hundred, and then another three hundred, mm. and then all of a sudden you're gonna have thirty k people watching your videos all the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like don't be discouraged. It's gonna be hard in the beginning. You're not gonna see the numbers that you want to see. And like, you know, you have to get you have to like kind of work around the YouTube like um, era and stuff like you kind of have to understand like how to edit all this cameras, this and that you can literally I'm gonna keep this a buck with you guys. You can record off your phone. I didn't start off recording off my phone, but I used the cam recorder that my mom had. And that was my first camera that I used. And then I upgraded. My auntie actually bought a brand new camera. She let me start using hers. And like in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna be buying my own camera. Like, you know what I mean? There's levels to this shit. And you can, if you definitely think you can do it and you can see yourself doing it, don't let anyone tell you you can't because you can mm. definitely do it. Like, you know what Fuck I mean? And shit, if you guys boy. ever need help, like, I'm honestly like, I might look like a bitch, but I'm actually not. So, like, if you guys want to ever hit me up about, like, editing tools, this and that, which camera, this and that, like, I'm down to help. Like, I love editing. I love editing, but I hate editing at the same time. But I would be so down to help people, like, succeed in life and do something that they're genuinely passionate about. Damn, sheesh. So, um, let first, uh, before I end this shit, let the people know where they can find you. Okay, so you guys can follow me on Instagram at Christina with three A's underscore Hupta. Or you guys can find me on YouTube. My name is Christina Hupta on there. How do you spell Hupta? Because, you know. Okay, Christina. Be... You guys, C-H is the Christina. And then Hupta is H-A-B-T-E. Mm-hmm. And then if you guys also want to find me on TikTok, it's Chris in the Cut. I be making funny videos all the time. Yeah, yeah. So for frying this shit, is there anything you'd like to ask me before we go? Or for you go? Um, How's it doing a podcast? My nigga, this shit is fun. It's just, like, realistically, it's like I've had so many different personalities in that chair right there. Mm-hmm. You know, from niggas making beats to niggas selling cribs to niggas rapping. Yeah. Niggas, all the, like, it's crazy because like, people that I didn't know in 2020... I'm starting to know, really know them now this year. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's crazy because I'm literally having a one-on-one convo and I'm like, so like, what what got you into doing this shit? It's crazy because we all people that breathe the same air do the same, but it's like, Facts. are not, are like, our 24 hours is all different. Like, yeah. you do beats, he does this, you do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm this shit, I'm loving this shit. You know? Sometimes I have people kind of nervous to come over because, they look at my IG pic and think I'm just some crazy hard body ass nigga. Yeah, 100%. But once I tell niggas, bro, Mommy Dukes is in the next room. I got no reason to do anything to you. Not, nothing set niggas up. Yeah. How did nigga think I was going to set them up? You really? know? The really? nigga told me at the very end, yo, I'm going to keep it real with you. I thought this was a setup, but a homie of mine told me, You're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This and that. I'm like, no. bro, my mom's is in the very real, yeah. next room. Why would I bring you somewhere where she... Why would I bring you to the same house she lives in? People just be tripping, though. People think, yeah, like, you know, like, you'll trip. put your mom onto it and stuff, and she'll be okay with it. But, like, yeah. Marcus no, but is the this, nicest nigga I know. Trust me. With this shit, this shit is fun. You know, I'm just trying to get the whole city on. And, like, I feel like, you know, this would be the best way. All I need is a camera. But yeah. it's like, you see my room. I don't, yeah. I don't have... 
room for that shit. Yeah, no, I don't know where I feel put, you. No I way am I going to put it on the bed. I you know what I'm saying? 100% feel you. Um, it's crazy because, like, you actually get to sit here and, like, watch people that you either knew back in high school and, like, mm. they're just, like, regular degular niggas. And, like, now you get to see, like, see them talk about how they're doing this and that and the third. And it's just, like, damn, like, nigga, I never thought I could see you doing this. Mm. Like, I never thought you were going to be here. I never thought I was going to be sitting in this chair with you talking uh, to a microphone for your podcast. It's crazy. Like, it's actually me. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so is that everything you got to say? And that is all from Chris and the Cut, guys. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Money Making Marlo, and I'm out.